going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Exploring Disney Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott. And I'm Savannah. And we are the Exploring Disney Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, make sure that if you're listening on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, that you make sure to come check out the visual version, youtube.com slash SoCalExploring. And if you are listening on one of those platforms, make sure to click that follow button so you never miss when we upload a new podcast, because we're going to be doing them a lot more frequently now. Um, so I'm excited. And follow us on social media at SoCalExploringMedia on Instagram and at SoCalExploring on Twitter. We also have Exploring Disney Podcast merchandise. You can buy a t-shirt, a sticker, or whatever you want with our logo on it for this podcast or any other SoCal designs by clicking the link down below in the description on the YouTube version. So with that being said, let's get right into it. So Savannah, what happened today? Disney released a lot of information and photos about their new attractions coming soon. And that's just not about Disneyland. It's about Disney World, Disneyland Shanghai. Everywhere. Everywhere. All the Disney parks, they released a bunch of stuff, a bunch of information at the IAPA IAPA Expo virtual event. Since COVID's a thing, they couldn't do IAPA this year, the theme park convention. So they had to do a virtual event. And I forgot that this was com- like going to be, even be a thing this year. So when I woke up to everything on Twitter, I was shocked by everything. But um, I want to dive into our first topic, which is going to be Disneyland related. Now, like I said, this is about all the different parks and we do have some information at the end of the podcast, uh, just about general park updates. But today we're solely going to be focusing on the new attractions and information that was released. So we'll start off with something from Disneyland, DCA in specific, Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. Uh, They released the photos of the loading dock slash ride vehicle because we had the concept art before, but we didn't have a like an actual picture of what they look like, you know, like an in-person picture. Do you you get what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. Okay. And now we have it. So I want to know your thoughts on it because as you know, I relate this a lot to the Ninjago ride at Legoland. So I want to hear your thoughts on it after seeing it in person. Or not in person, but <laughs> like, like real photos. Yeah, real photos slash videos. It looks kind of kind of stupid. <laughs> the way that they look. No, yeah. I, I've said this from the beginning. I don't think it looks good at all. The ride vehicles it looks kind of like tacky. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't like the design of the ride vehicle per se. Like, I think that they could have gone with something else. Maybe like slap a Spider-Man logo somewhere around there. But they're trying to base it around this whole worldwide engineering brigade thing. So. I don't know. I don't know what their inspiration behind this ride vehicle was. But Legoland has a ride called Ninjago, which is an interactive shooting ride. And that's exactly what this reminds me of. What didn't it remind you? Is it still, is it the same like hand? Yeah, because they said beforehand that you're going to be able to do it without like touching anything. Like interact. I freaking hate Ninjago so much. I do too. I hate it with it's a passion. It's so frustrating. It, does, it never like picks it up right. Because what is it, like a sensor underneath your yeah, hand? Yeah, but you can only go so high up and so far to the right and so far to the left. I just freaking hate it. It's so frustrating and, and I don't even enjoy do, like going on that ride. Because- yeah, like it's a cool like ride like to look at, but I don't enjoy like the interactive portion of it yeah, at all. I always give up like halfway through. Midway. And, you you know, you do get tired on these shooting rides like with your hands or your wrist or whatever it is. But this one, you just get tired after the first room. Because what it is, if you guys haven't been on it or you guys aren't familiar with it, is you 
are moving your arm like in a forward motion. And like Savannah said, you have to keep it at a certain height. You have to keep it at a certain distance away from the sensor because there's a sensor underneath where you're supposed to be moving your hand at. And I'm afraid that they're going to use that same technology for Spider-Man. Um, let me go back to the pictures because I don't think... Is there a screen there like covering or is it open? It's open. Okay, it does look kind of open. I don't know. If there is a screen there... Like, what, you uh, thought you go inside a freaking capsule? No, yeah, I, I thought that you go inside a capsule and there's like a plexiglass scene, oh, scene there. Oh, that's what you're asking. I thought you meant like like a movie screen. Oh, no, no, no. No, I meant like a plexiglass, like see-through. Because if it was that, then yeah, they'd be using guns. But I don't know. It, it looks open to me. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm just really hoping it's not that interactive hand um, thing that they they use at the Ninjago ride. I hope that we actually get a gun or a web blaster or something like that to enjoy this ride. Now, I've said this from the very beginning, and it's not anything that... Like, like I really thought about this, right? I've said Avengers Campus is going to be a letdown without the Quinjet attraction. Meaning, phase one of Avengers Campus, I'm going to be like, cool, like, we finally get a Marvel theme land, you know? But when the Quinjet opens up, I'm like, this finally feels complete. Just like with Galaxy's Edge, you know? I see it's different because I really like Star Wars, <clears throat> like, so much. But uh, it just didn't feel complete without Rise of the Resistance there. You got to get that incomplete feeling without the resistance it was just a base it was a bland resistance area oh yeah and the resistance area felt so like like dead like nothing to do over there well i feel like the reason why it's so big is because they just needed space for the queue well, we're getting off topic here the, what i'm trying to say here is out of all the shooting dark rides at the disneyland resort i'd say toy story mania astro blasters and then web slinging adventure what about you? Astro Blasters, um, Toy Story Mania, and then the Spider-Man one. And I'm glad that we can agree that Spider-Man belongs at the bottom. Then again, we haven't experienced it, you know, so it just depends on how it is in person. But this is just our opinions off of what we've seen from concept art and what we've, uh, what Disney has talked about. And there's really nothing that we can say about it until we get onto it besides the fact of like, it just looks like it's not going to be that great. I do like, however, how they have the back-to-back -back seating, the three and three. I think that'll provide for a more experience where you can get different, like it's a different experience every time you get on. Or, you know, it could be just the same scenes. Anyways, any last minute thoughts on Spider-Man? I mean, from what we've seen? Nope. Nope, yep, yeah, same here. Um, moving on to more Marvel news, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. So we actually got some, I guess, I don't think it's like actual ride footage. I think it's just where they like test different rides and attractions at, at their secret base, wherever it's at. But we got some footage of the system that is going to be used for Cosmic Rewind, the roller coaster opening up at Epcot. And you're going to be able to spin in different directions. So, uh, what did you tell me this related to the most to you? The Knots ride. A Sierra Sidewinder. Yeah. Um, so, but here's the thing with this one, as I've been reading more on it, is it's like a spinning, and someone said it in my comment section, it's a spinning coaster, but con like a controlled spinning coaster. So, you're not going to do any free spinning. Yeah. So, the way that I see this is going to be, is going to be like Gringotts. Like Escape from Gringotts, 
Like, where it's just all... Because how are they going to tell the story of Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, like, where you, like, stop and then go and, like, stop and go? I don't know. I think you're going to have, like, a really long, like, pre-show type of thing. And then, like, you're like, all right, guys, like, you're getting on the spaceship or something like that. And then, like, you go through and then there's, like, an ending scene, ending scene and, like, that's it. You know, just audio tracks playing the whole time of, like, Rocket being like, get out, let's go. <laughs> I, okay, see, from the picture that we saw that they showed, from that picture, and, you know, they could not, they could not be showing a lot. What I saw from the construction shot is that there is no screens in the area or nothing practical in the area at all. Like I said, they could not be showing us that. But, okay, you did you see... Did I point out what the show building is going to be like when we were there at Epcot? No. I didn't? Okay, so from what I could see, it's a pretty large show building, but also somebody said in my comment section that you said you kind of relate to is it looks like Revenge of the Mummy, just less scary. It just it looks so small. Like, there's, like you said, it looks like Space Mountain. I think it looks like more like Revenge of the Mummy because it's so small, like a two-second ride and it's over. Yeah, I said it's a revenge, or I said it's Space Mountain with Marvel characters. <laughs> but okay, here's the thing, right? Is I'm still excited for this attraction, hands down. I just feel like the expectations for it were so much higher than what it actually is. Because I think that there's still supposed to be a launch, and you launch into the actual show building. And then after that, I'm just curious to see if there's going to be show scenes played out. Is and this then... having like the. I remember seeing this somewhere. You remember how they were showing, like, a show build? I think it was only with Tron, though, where they have, like, a like, circle and they have, like, the, the images displaying off the the walls. Oh, you mean an Epcot? The Epcot, like, big display in there? Remember when I told you that? Uh, we went out, We walked into, I forget what it's called, but it's, like, they have a big model of Epcot there and it shows what's going to be new and then there's a bunch of screens on the wall. Is that what you're talking about? No, <laughs> it was like, I think it was only a Tron, so look, just move on. Was it just a Tron POV that was showing you? No, I think, I remember seeing this, like how they were building it and with this like certain technology to like have like the show buildings like in a circle, like like each show room is in the circle, so then they have screens or like hol- like graphics, something like that, where like you, it's more immersive or something. I th- But it's all, I think it's Tron, so that I'm thinking of. Okay, I, I don't know. I, I I have no clue. I don't, you're stumping me right now. Is it Mickey and Minnie's? I don't know. <laughs> okay, but that could be what it is. Uh, just, you know, and also, since all the walls in there are all black, it could be, like, we don't see what the projection's on or anything like that. Um, the movement on the right is going to be very, very family-friendly based. It's not going to be a big coaster. It's it's just going to be all um, all just based around the story. Which I'm kind of disappointed about. I was hoping that we'd get from when they first announced it. I thought it was going to be like this cool launch coaster similar to like Rock and Roller Coaster with a storyline behind it. Like maybe we see um, scenes along the way where we slowed down like maybe twice. But it's not. It's a more family friendly coaster which I'm fine with. It's just going to be interesting how it plays out. It's also going to be interesting. No, you know what? I'm, I'm a, This is exactly like Green Gods. Think of it. Think of it. Listen to me here. It is two cars. We are with two cars on Gringotts. They both simultaneously spin, and they're both kind of separated, and then you go on some coaster parts. It's exactly like Gringotts. There's no way it's not like Gringotts. Mm -hmm. 
I think it's it's Green Gods, but smaller ride vehicles. It's exactly like that. And if you guys have no clue what I'm talking about, Escape from Green Gods at Universal Studios Florida. That's exactly how it is. I'm excited for it. This one on the list of like all the attractions that we're going to talk about today is the one that I'm most excited for. I think it's going to be a hit. But I, however, think that a lot of people are going to be disappointed because their expectations were too high. Now, with that being said, with your like put it into your expectations like what are your what were your expectations for this ride it's still gonna be good but it's just i thought it was gonna be like faster and like more like a space mountain like a real space mountain type of ride you know mm-hmm. like just fast and you know it could be fast still like how like the space mountain lap bars are like just super small and it's still super fast um we move on to something that i'm not gonna i'm really i I'm not going to be afraid to rip into this. The Galactic Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World. If you guys are not familiar with this, it's a like $1,000 experience, four-night experience, I'm pretty sure. Four to five-night experience. Wait, I thought it was two. No, it's like a four to five-night experience. Pretty sure it's two or three. There's no way. Pretty sure it's two to three. I will bet you money on that. Okay, I don't, I don't know. Okay, the bottom line is, you're trapped in this. You're not trapped. You can leave. But... In this Star Cruiser, right? And they want you to pay the flat rate price for an experience in the Star Cruiser. Like you're actually on a a Star Wars ship. And you're not... It's not. It's one of those things that you're not meant to leave, like I say. It's just all in a, an immersion... Okay, you, Savannah just looked it up. It's too nice. My bad. I'm so done. I told done. you. Um, and I'm sure there's different packages that you could do. But it's expensive. It is not cheap at all. It is expensive and i've seen this i've seen construction in person i've seen construction pictures and it just looks tiny it looks like a prison you saw the pictures of the rooms yeah i just said that they're using they're using like star wars as an excuse to sell little ass sorry little tiny rooms and make it tell you that this is how it is on a spaceship and it's like i'm looking at one of the pictures right now and the room is so small. Like, they have the bunk beds to the side of the main That's bed. So tight there. in there. You know? You know like, how are you going to fit, like, a family of four in that? Exactly. Think of it. Like, if this is supposed to be a family experience, and you're... How long can you last with your two kids in there, and you're not going insane? Well, that's why it's two nights only. <laughs> I've, like, been reading a lot of tweets, and, like, I love reading these tweets because um, it's just so funny. Um, Exhibition Theme Park said it's a Star Wars pop century, <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. It is. It's literally it is. Um, our pal Britta Tui, also known from The Smoosh, said, I love days like this on Twitter when we can all set our differences aside to absolutely shit on something. Today's target being the Space Prison Hotel with eight square feet for activities. He also then said, regular prison cell, bunk beds, nice open layout, easy access to the toilet, lovely window, central heating and cooling, and free to stay in. The Space Prison Cell, bunk beds, no room for wrestling, toilet far away, no windows, Vent to let in space dust costs thousands of dollars to stay in. And for those of you guys who don't get it, that's sarcasm. Um, but I, I do, I'm very happy that the Disney community is all like on agreement with this, that this is going to be a ripoff. Mm-hmm. Is there any, is there any bit of it that 
you think would be worth it? Like, if you're a diehard Star Wars Yeah, then fan, yeah, I think so. Like, if you're, like, like, I don't think it's worth it if, like, it's a couple. Like, if me and you go, like, maybe, like, it'll be more no i think i was gonna say me maybe like just me and you go then it'll be like more just because at least in the room it's more spacious i feel like you have more time to plan out your day better and i think it's gonna be too chaotic when you have kids running around everywhere like you can't control them in that room they're gonna go crazy and i know it's an experience and everything but i don't know i just don't they could have added like at least like a little desk sitting area you know or something like that yeah because they want to cram as much people as possible into this cruiser and we've seen construction pics of it. It looks like, I don't know when it's supposed to be done, but it looks like they're getting close to finish. They already have released pictures of the actual room. Are those real pictures? Yeah, the ones that have been posted on Twitter and everything, the real pictures of the rooms. So the rooms are done, or at least some of them. Or maybe they just built one and uh-huh. that was it. Um, and I think that eventually we'll check this out when we have you know money to just blow whenever we want. Unfortunately, we don't. Eventually, we'll check it out for you guys and give us give the review and everything. Um, hopefully, when they open, we'll have the money by then, so you guys can know if it's worth it or not right away. But it's just it's it's a one time thing. Probably won't ever do it again. And I really want my mind to be changed on that. But the way that it looks, it's a one time thing. Back to Epcot, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is officially opening 2021. It was originally scheduled for 2020, and that's all we have on that, really. The ride sign, I showed you the, the ride entrance sign. Yeah. Looks really pretty. Looks really elegant. I like it, you know? It's just a basic ride sign. Um, what else we got here? Epcot related. The Space Restaurant. The Space 20... Or t- I say 2020. Um, 220 Restaurant. Um, they've shared construction on that as well. That looks done. It is a restaurant that is supposed to immerse you and make you feel like you're dining in space. Now, do you think it's a blue bayou situation where if you sit next to like the door, it's going to kill it? No, I don't think it'll ruin the experience that much. Like, I don't think they're going to have really like tables sitting right next to the door. Where you can really tell. I think they're going to try to create kind of like a like a hallway type thing, you know, where like they're actually being transformed into space. Yeah, like they have to do something where it's like. You're not sitting next to the freaking main door. You could see it, you know, because then that kind of kills the whole point. Yeah, because if you guys are familiar with the Blue Bayou at Disneyland, it's if you sit next to the door, you're going to like see the outside sun and that just kind of kills the whole concept of it. Um, But I think with this, they have more room to where they can, you know, make it feel like you're going on to a spaceship or or a space space, wherever you're this is based in Um, the well, the tables and stuff like that look very much to me like docking bay 7 which is cool i like that kind of futuristic feel it makes it more feel like you're on a spaceship and i'm <laughs> you know what i'm curious to see is like when the like when the projections start getting funky in the window like, to where, like they have technical difficulties that'll be freaking funny just be like great. So i'll have to have some type of like backup projection thing that like if one goes down at all, they just switch it to, like, another one. No, they just turn off the windows, and that's just <laughs> you're just eating in a normal restaurant. That just feels like you're just trapped there. Um, I hope that they have, like, different things other than just you looking out the window um, to make you feel like you're in space, you know? Like, they have themed decor everywhere, or maybe... Where is it going? Um, I'm not too sure, but it's going to go in Future World, like, in the front. Next to my BFF ride what mission space yeah. 
so it's going in the front of the park um to fit with future world and i'm happy that this will i'm just happy that this is gonna help epcot get out of that like 80s slash 90s feel do they yeah. even have like a real restaurant there at Epcot, yeah, yeah, and all the World Showcase, they have a bunch of restaurants. Like a, re- oh yeah, huh? I yeah, they do have a bunch there. We just don't like in Future World. They don't. Yeah. There's nothing there. Um. So I'm glad this will be like their main restaurant. Uh, moving back over to the West Coast, and this is um, all the news regarding new attractions for the U.S. parks. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway construction. The Sound the sound stage or not the sound stage? I always call sound stage because that's just what I refer every building to. But the show building, um, me and you have different opinions on this because I think it looks too small. I think it looks fine. Well, like, cause I don't think it's gonna go at different levels, like you say. There's no way. Okay, well, even when we drove past it the other day, I saw it all. Like, well, not all, but like I saw it like peeking and you through. Think it looks big? And I think it looks freaking big. Yeah, it could be from the picture. It just looks odd to me. Um. That space, uh, from an aerial view, looks like it's plenty of room, but they looks like um, they must be using multiple buildings for this. Like, surely they're not going to put the ride queue in that building. Like, that's just going to be no, all No, I feel the like ride. they're going to have, like, a whole separate, like, smaller... Yeah, because they're going to take out the gag factory and completely use that for the ride entrance and everything. Um, so they'll probably build like an extra small building. However, they're going to need a big queue for that. Think of it. Do they have room for a big queue like that? What you mean? Because think of the wait times. You see how oh, popular it is at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, that place is so freaking like, it's going to be so t- crowded too. And it's like, it's so tight as it is. Like, And you know, the Chinese theater like ride queue, like, yeah, it was pretty long. But, but still, they have a big open space right uh-huh. in front of it. Exactly. It was still pretty small for an indoor queue. Mm-hmm. And But the only thing is, Hollywood Studios has plenty of room to hold people outside. With Toontown, that's not the case at all. Imagine that place is so, like, deserted. Imagine when they're taking pictures, like, oh, the line is all the way to Mickey's house. It's going to be insane. And I don't think that the hype's going to die down by then for the they ride. They have to, like... Boarding group. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like... Like, I wish they did, like, an entrance. And then you see, like, the... Sh- like, you know what I'm trying to say? Where you, like, walk into, like, a tunnel, I guess. Like, and you see the show building there. And then, like, the like there's a whole separate section. Instead of just... Yeah, yeah. that's what, cute, that's what like, I'm saying. I think right that they're there. just going to build a whole different building because there's no way they're gonna be able unless they create a massive queue line that place is not ready to hold yeah unless they have like where it's like where it's like guardians where they have like a bunch of like covered um outdoor queue yeah a bunch of like switchbacks yeah which that would work out just fine just like build one behind the scenes it'll work out fine Mm -hmm. but i feel like mickey minis is gonna be way more popular than guardians is it's definitely gonna be the most popular attraction that year when it opens Mm -hmm. um and to that, I think that's going to be great because it's going to bring such good attention to Toontown. So, but what I'm happy about is it will get more attention. It will draw more crowds away from, because like we said, how often do we go to Toontown when we go to Disneyland? Not that often because it's just in the back of the park. So, it will draw more guests to the back of the park, not going to other areas of the park, which I'll be happy about. It will just draw more guests back there. Um, moving into the overseas attractions, we got... Avengers Campus in uh, Paris, which is looking huge. This theirs place, is going to be better. Yeah, theirs is definitely going to be better. I mean, you saw the construction picture. It looks big. 
like compared to ours. Um, they're getting Webslinging Adventure and something else. And then also Zootopia at Shanghai Disneyland. So yeah, Savannah is so jealous. She loves Zootopia. Um, I don't know if you can bring up the construction picture right now on that, but that land looks fairly big, but also like I'm surprised on how little of a land they're using for that for Zootopia. And I think it's plenty. The um, the big structure is going to be the show building for the ride, which we don't know what it is. That's huge, though. Are and, they going to build, like, the city on that? Too? Yeah, like, on top of it. It's going to be kind of like a um, a Nintendo Land situation where the show building is built within the design. Um, and I guess you could say the same. No, because um, Galaxy's Edge, you can see the show building from the parking garage. Um, they can definitely fit this in one of the Disney World parks, for sure. I think that it sure. fit best in... Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom? Yeah. Give some oh, spice yeah, yeah. to the For animals. Oh, replacing um, Rafiki's uh, Planet Watch. Yeah, you drive off to the more modern. <laughs> yeah. And you can have that... Um, yeah, like how they freaking... They leave their little bunny land, which yep. is all yep. plain and boring, and they go to the big city. That could be Rafiki's big city theme. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. I think that it's coming. I really do think that it's coming. I think that tons of people are making that recommendation that, like, Disney's like, yeah, we already have that plan, you know? There's no way it doesn't come. I, I could also see it going to Magic Kingdom, even though it'd be pretty dumb if they put it in Magic Kingdom. It has to go in Animal Kingdom, for sure. I'm excited, though. Like, I'm excited to see, like, the POVs of this and, like, the walkthroughs of this and stuff like that. Because it looks like it's going to be a cool land. And I'm super jealous, just like you. This is one of those lands that, like, not tons of people are excited for compared to other lands. But it's, like, me, I'm, like, geeking out over it. Like, <laughs> super thrilled about it. It's, like, with Legoland. Like, who the hell is excited for Lego Movie World? Nobody really, but I am. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. <laughs> So yeah, that's all of our overseas news. Uh, we dive into our last topic here, which is a general park update. Buena Vista Street is opening on November 20th, and I don't know if you guys are going to be listening to the podcast before, or they're opening on November 19th, Thursday, November 19th. I don't know if you guys are going to be listening to this before um, they open up, but they have put up Christmas decorations, super excited, I'm sure it's going to look pretty. Do you think they're going to put up the Christmas tree? Yeah, why not? You think they are? Yeah, like all the malls I've been to and stuff have Christmas trees. I just hope that they do. Like, I'm, I'm so bummed if they don't put up the Christmas no, tree I there. No, th I think they will. Perfect photo opportunity and everything. I'm excited. I wish that they'd, like, really... And I know it was, like, last minute, but this is, like, what I wish would happen if there was, like, a bunch of... Like, they really outdid themselves with Buena Vista Street Christmas decorations. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said it before, like, I wish that they opened Cars Land just to walk around in and take pictures of the Christmas decorations and stuff, but we can't do that. Um, one thing that was uh, brought up to us by Dylan was, like, how are they going to do Carthay Circle reservations? Do you, can you think of any way they're going to do Carthay Circle reservations? Because we didn't talk about this last podcast. How are they going to do reservations? Do you think it's just going to be first come, first serve? No, I think it's going to be mobile, like, the mobile ones, like how it was before. Yeah, but how... Like, what, have, they haven't said anything about that. That's a thing. Think of how small that lounge is. It's just the outdoor area. You've seen it. It's very small. Unless they're, like, opening the whole bottom part. I don't know. It's If they do first come, first serve, then I'm sure they'll piss a lot of people off. Yeah. 
Oh, I think they're going to do some type of reservation system. Like, on the app? Yeah. They better announce that soon, though. Because the demand for that is high. People want to get drunk there, too. Let's go eat there. No, that's expensive. <laughs> just for the lounge? <laughs> just, uh, yeah, just for the lounge. No thank you. Um, But that's our show today. I'm sorry if it was quick. Let me... Um, guess it was. It was like a 30-minute podcast, 30-minute show, somewhere along those lines. We just wanted to get on here and give our our quick thoughts on them. We didn't really want to dive too deep into everything. Just wanted to give our our quick thoughts on everything that was announced today. So, yeah, uh, this was a good show. If you guys are new here, subscribe with those bell notifications on, and follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to, so you never miss when we upload a um uh, exploring Disney. And you can hear the dogs barking in the back, so that means that it's time for us to wrap up the show. <laughs> My name is Scott. And I'm Sav. And we have been the Exploring Disney Podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed this one, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Remember to keep exploring, and peace out, everybody.